Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. I hope you are doing well today. Today we're going to talk about helichrysum essential oil. Now helichrysum is also known as Immortel, so you might see it sold as Immortel. And helichrysum is the Latin name for a flowering plant meaning immortal or everlasting. It grows wild in the Mediterranean region of southern Europe. Because of its exotic spicy scent, many perfume makers use helichrysum in their products. The flowers and leaves of the helichrysum plant have additional uses in traditional medicines in Europe, particularly in Spain, Portugal, and the Mediterranean area. So helichrysum, say that 10 times. <laughs> helichrysum, helichrysum. Uh, it actually, you know, if, if you look at the name, helio means sun, right? And in chrysos, chrys, chrysos means gold. And it comes from the, it's referring to the color of the flowers. That's, that's where the name comes from. And it's a great, you know, it, it just sounds, kind of rolls off the tongue, helichrysum. So let's talk about some of the benefits of this oil. Uh, it is an expensive oil, I should mention. So uh, doTERRA, for example, does sell this oil, and it's around $100. So it's up there with rose and some of the more pricier oils that we talked about. So it's, it's a very expensive oil. And there's a reason for it. it it's, uh, you need to use a lot of it to make the oil. So let's go. Boom. Helichrysum essential oil comes from steam distillation. The most common way to process essential oils, as we've talked about, manufacturers place fresh helichrysum flowers in a chamber and then pump steam in them, which prompts the release of essential oils. The steam and oils then move to a condenser where cooling transforms the steam into water and separates the oils. Proponents of using essential oils believe that helichrysum essential oil may help to treat a variety of conditions, which we're going to talk about right now. So let's go. One of them. Boom. Let's hit it. Helps with insomnia. And God knows that uh, this is a major problem. You know, I, I don't know if I ever told you this story, but I once went to the family doctor. And I rarely ever go to the family doctor. It's like, because uh, I'm never sick, but who knows, I could have an underlying problem. And I remember walking into the, the office and there was a big sign that says, we do not offer prescriptions for insomnia drugs opioids, and benzos. <laughs> like, like, right, they're like 80% of the people are going to turn around. And those are all habit-forming drugs, right? So so insomnia is a major problem, and we have episodes over at Holistic Health News uh, discussing uh, natural ways to to help with insomnia. But helichrysum oil is known to help with that. It's a, it's a relaxing oil, so I would diffuse it at night. All right, let's keep going. It prevents infections. Researchers who looked at existing ev evidence about helichrysum found that it has an antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory property, meaning it helps kill bacteria, viruses, and fungi that can cause infection. The anti-inflammatory properties of helichrysum could reduce symptoms related to an infection such as swelling, pain, and redness. So in particular, it's pretty effective against Staphylococcus aureus, or what we call it. we like to call that Staph or MRSA, which is the more, uh, I guess, virulent form that you see in hospitals for nosocomial infections. 
candida, which is a pretty yucky fungus that grows uh, on people's tongues and in the vagina of women, not to be graphic. Streptococcus mutants. And of course, strep is the one that causes throats, infections. Uh, so helichrysum has been known to be pretty effective with that. Another thing that it is, and I don't think this is really a problem that most of us have to deal with here, does fight malaria. And again, remember, you have to understand that, that aromatherapy is commonly used in Ayurvedic medicine and Chinese medicine in those areas of the world that they do have to fight malaria, especially in Africa. Research into the uses of helichrysum essential oil will come from one type of helichrysum plant. So this is helichrysum gymnocephalum, found anti-malarial activity. This means that in a test tube, at least, it could help fight the parasite that causes malaria, which is great. More research needs to be done. What else does helichrysum help? It helps reduce burnout and exhaustion. There was a 2013 study found that using helichrysum could help with mental exhaustion and burnout. They use a mixture of basil, peppermint, and helichrysum oils. And the study gave one group of participants the essential oil combination while the other had a placebo, just the sugar pill. Both groups experienced a reduction in perceived mental exhaustion and burnout, but the essential oil group had a more significant result. What else can helichrysum do? Can prevent weight gain, possibly, in a small animal study. Researchers looked at the impact of helichrysum extract on overweight insulin-resistant rats. The study showed that the rats received the helichrysum gained less weight, had lower insulin levels, healthier levels of inflammation markers, and reduced insulin resistance. Nice. And probably the most the most common thing that helichrysum is used for is integumentary stuff. So uh, we mentioned like, like cosmetics, perfume, skin stuff. So a lot of uh, aromatherapists say helichrysum is, is a key ingredient in, in using for wound healing, cuts, burns, eczema, rosacea, psoriasis, and so forth. What else can it do? Well, it's commonly used to reduce the appearance of blemishes. I mentioned it's really good for the integumentary or the skin. It's applied to the face to reduce the appearance of wrinkles and to promote glowing youthful complexion. And as I mentioned, for the insomnia and to, re to the reduction of stress, so you can massage it into the temples. But it's, it's mostly used in old perfumes. The ancient Greeks used it for the perfume, perfumery, back when they actually used uh, plants and flowers for perfumes instead of the ones that you get now. Or honestly, 99% like of the perfumes and colognes that you buy are just chemicals. They're just complete chemicals. So what can we say about helichrysum? Some do's and don'ts. If you want to inhale it, place the drops in a bowl of hot water and then lean in and breathe it in. You can also diffuse it, of course. Uh, you can mix it one-to-one -one with a carrier oil such as coconut or almond or jojoba before you rub it anywhere on the body. And, of course, if you're pregnant or nursing, just be a little careful with it. It's generally regarded to be safe by the FDA. I personally would not drink it because you know how I feel about drinking stuff like this. But if you want to drink it, consult a clinical aromatherapist about using it. And the last thing I said, I have actually smelled helichrysum oil before. I was in Sedona and I went to a store that had it. And I smelled it because, to be honest, I didn't know about that oil. You know, we're, we're on 50 oils now and some of these oils I never heard of. But I just think it's an interesting word to look at. 
helichrysum, and I smelled it, and it's it's definitely perfumery. It's not really a masculine uh, oil, so I wouldn't recommend it for the men. Uh, we we already talked about like manly men odor oils that we have here, like cypress or sandalwood or cedarwood, uh, but definitely it's for the women. So women just. Um, Consider buying it. I know it's expensive, but like just like with the episode we did on the rose oil, one drop of rose oil is like 60 roses. So you can, if you sparingly, these bottles will last quite a long time. And this is one of those really special sacred oils. I suggest using it. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Guys, please check it out. We have a lot of food recipes and essential oil recipes for homemade deodorants and body scrubs and so forth. If you really like our content, you really want to help us out, please click on the PayPal link on the episode notes and donate $5, $10, one time or monthly. Um, You can buy my books, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior over on Amazon Kindle or paperback. And they're pretty inexpensive if you want to learn about how I gained the weight and lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for 30 years. If you want to do some one-on-one coaching or, or, or speak on the phone, contact me through Clarity FM. Also, if you want to help us out, we are Amazon affiliate. So if you go to Naturopathic Earth, click on the food recipes, go to one of the food recipes, and you see the Amazon pictures, click on that to go to Amazon. And then anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. And lastly, there are three podcasts in the Naturopathic Earth family, as you know, The Confessions of an Obese Child. We just did one on uh, how 42% of Americans are overweight. And then we recently did one on Holistic Health News, our flagship. We talk about how the flu vaccine for this year was completely ineffective. It was 0% effective between 18 and 49-year-olds. And uh, we recently did an episode on some toxins in Subway sandwich food. So go check it out. Post an honest review. Until next time, take care. God bless. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.